God, we pray as we come to hear from Athena, Lord, from your word, God, that we would remember that you are our true foundation, God. God, I pray that through the message that Athena has for us, we'd be encouraged and we'd be challenged and we would grow in our faith and that you would be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Churches, before Athena, come to the few things that we would like to highlight. Uh, the first of which if, is, if you're new here, um, you are so welcome. We trust that you got a warm welcome at the door, but we just want to say that as a church, we are delighted that you're here. Um, there's always a seat for you, and there's always a place for you in Living Hope. Um, so thank you for coming tonight. Um, we, we have kids space as well if you have young kids we have kids space that runs through our whole service so as you come in the door um, you can bring your kids around to kids space and then they'll come around right at the end of the service the last song they'll have their own program but if you've kids who are a little bit younger maybe you have babies um, or ones that won't go by themselves but you're worried about them disrupting the service or anything like that we have a room that you can use. You just go out those doors on the left-hand side. There's a, there's a part of the baby room where you can see everything. You can hear everything that's going on. And so we encourage you to make use of that. Uh, this Tuesday night, we carry on with our series on prayer. This is uh, the final installment of the summer. And so we're looking at answered prayer. If you are a believer, if, if God, if Christ is your savior, then you really need to pray with his church. We really encourage you to come along on Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Come and pray with us. You don't have to pray out loud. We're not gonna make you do anything that you're uncomfortable with, but we'd just love to see you out. This week um, on Thursday kicks off kids church and youth so kids church and youth are starting back so that's for those who are p1 to p7 and then those who are in secondary school as well we're beginning our term again and then next week uh we'll have toddlers back and we'll have edge and all the other kids and youth stuff that are start that's starting um you can you can check that out, see what times and things, etc. cetera, uh, either through At A Glance, which is outside the info desk, or through our website. Um, you'll be able to find out the information that you need. Next Sunday is a big Sunday. It's our vision Sunday. Um, when Pastor Matt, next Sunday morning, will present the vision of the church for the next three years, where we believe God is taking us as a congregation. And it is so important that you are here. Mark that in your calendar. Make sure that that is a service that you are at. And then next Sunday night, um, we have an incredible service plan as well, where we're going to, we're going to induct our new elder, Michael Totten. So we really encourage you to come along next Sunday. Um, next Monday night, so Monday the 5th of September, we have Grief Share. So Grief Share is for all those who have suffered loss, um, and, and that can look like so many different forms which are listed there on the screen. Um, we encourage, if either you or somebody you know um, has experienced this, then this group will be so helpful and so beneficial to you. Um, so if you need any more information on that, then just come and see one of the staff. We'll be more than happy 
to help. And last but not least, we have Hope Conference. This is coming up at the very beginning of October. This has been years in the making. It was supposed to happen before uh, COVID shut us down. And so it's happening now this year in 2022. Um, and the ladies have been working so hard for this. So this is a conference for the ladies. Um, the price of your ticket includes all that it says there, breakfast, lunch, and a donation to Action Cancer. You're gonna hear from some amazing speakers and throughout the day, there's so much happening. There's breakout rooms and there, there's so much going on. There's so much that has gone into this that you do not wanna miss this, but also if you have family or friends that you think would benefit, you don't want them to miss it either. Buy them a ticket, encourage them to come. We would love to see as many ladies here as possible on Saturday the 1st of October. You can buy tickets from the info desk there, just outside on your left-hand side, and we'll take cash, we'll take card, whatever's convenient for you, but we encourage you to come along to that. Church, I'm now gonna invite Athena Davis to the platform, Athena's gonna share with us. Could you join me in welcoming her, please? Good evening. I just love that last song. <laughs> just absolutely brilliant. Thank you to the worship team. And it just fits in so well about what I wanna to speak to you about tonight. It's been on my heart. So it has this, Christ is my firm foundation. Christ is my rock, is everything that I need. And I just wanted to bring you a word tonight that just, rep that just represented that from the Bible and talk to you about that tonight, about the rock. Now, not the rock, the wrestler, the rock, but our, our rock that the Bible talks about. I'm gonna to talk to you tonight about some foundation principles of living, of God being the foundation of us, about his way making things work. Without the foundation of a rock, a house cannot stand. Now, I love construction, not building things, because I can't build things. And we all know Matt is fantastic at building Lego. And I came along one night, he had the Millennium Falcon sitting at the side, and he had said loads and loads of times, look, make sure nobody touches that on the way past. Now, it was, it was like so close, but to everything. So I walked past it accidentally one night, and I hit against it. And like, it, a bit of it fell off. But you know when you like go, <gasps> and you're thinking, right, try and put it back together again. <laughs> and I tried to put it, and the more I put it back together, the more bits fell off. So I, I left it. So what I'm saying to you, I'm not the construction person, but I love things to do with construction. So he's now got it on a top shelf that he got for his birthday that no one can touch and the part that's kind of falling apart because you can't, it's really hard to figure out which part on the manual that I've actually broken. <laughs> so it actually sits, the side that's perfect sits and the other side kind of sits that's the bit that's broken off. So it's at the back and one day he said he was going to fix it. But that's just a little illustration to do with it, to do with construction. I, I want to, when I talk about construction, I want to talk to you about, here is an example of um, Lotus Riverside, Riverside Blocks in Shanghai in China. Now this, on the 27th of June 2009, Block 7, one of the 11 13-story buildings at the apartment complex collapsed, killing one person. 
Initial investigation attributed the accident to the excavations for the construction of a garage. So all this happened because somebody wanted a garage. Under the collapsed building, large quantities of earth were removed and dumped in a landfill near, next to a nearby creek. The weight of the earth caused the riverbank to collapse, which in turn allowed water to seep into the ground, creating a muddy foundation for the building that toppled. Now that building might have gold toilets. That building might have the best kitchens you have ever seen. That building might have the best living rooms that you have ever seen, but the foundations were all totally wrong. Because water got in and caused the building to totally collapse. So the golden toilets don't matter. The living rooms don't matter anymore. Nothing matters because the foundation was all wrong. It was a muddy foundation. And foundation matters, and foundation matters in our lives. You see, if we have a muddy foundation, it becomes really, really messy. To the point that it actually impacts everybody else around us. Just like that building did there. It can look all wonderful on the outside. It can look all great, and we can carry ourselves all so well. But if our foundations are not right then it becomes a bit of a disaster. And Jesus gives an amazing illustration on how to build the foundations of our life. It says in Matthew chapter 24, or sorry, Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 to 27. If you have your Bible, open it. And it says Matthew 7, 24 to 27. Therefore, I'll give you a wee minute to get up. Matthew 7, 24 to 27. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell with a great crash. God is not looking for religion from us. He's looking for communion with us. He's looking for communion with you and I. He doesn't have to, but he does. He's looking for us to come to the prayer. He's looking for us to read the Bible, read his word. It means he's looking for us to spend time in his house. He's looking for us to spend time with him. He's looking for us to spend time like we spend with other human beings, only with him. To say, do you know what, God? You're my firm foundation. You're my rock on which I stand. It is you that is number one in my life. It is you that is God in my life. And everything else, everything else becomes unimportant. 
That's what he's saying. I want you to be my rock. I want, I want to be your rock. Yes, God, that'd be great. That sounds amazing. I want to show you two houses. These two houses look exactly the same, right? And when Jesus talks about this illustration, exactly the same, and this is not my house, okay? Mine's is a little smaller bungalow, okay? And they're both exactly the same to look at. But you don't know what's underneath those foundations. You don't know how they've been built at all. And the thing about it is, the only difference is that the foundations are built differently. Could I have our, our two pastors, could you bring me the wee table round, please? Thank you. And these houses look exactly the same, but we don't know what's underneath them. Now, as the boys come along, you know I love illustrations, right? And some people might go their gimmicks, but I believe Jesus lifted mud and he rubbed it in people's eyes. Jesus did practical things, right? Can we bring it right out to the very front? Yeah, gotta, gotta see, yeah. Thank you. And he used illustrations to tell the people. He used fish, he used bread, he used mud. He used things that we would never expect to use because he realized that some human beings learn differently. And so tonight there's some of you like to, like to learn through illustrations and the cre- I mean, I mean, our God created the heavens and the earth. If that wasn't creation, okay? So here we've got our rock, okay? Just as an illustration, you can say, I wanted a bigger one. I wanted one that was so big, you, could, you couldn't actually even lift, right? And here we've got our sand. Pastor, could you bring that fan up as well, if it can reach? build a sandcastle. <laughs> come on. Yes. Come on up. Do you want to build a sandcastle? Does, who would like to come up and build a wee sandcastle? Do you want to come up? Come up. Come up. Okay. Build us a sandcastle. Just, just take a wee here. Yeah, like a proper. If you need to use any water, it's available there for you. I think she liked her childhood dance. Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you want. I mean, her creative mind is just going here. Okay. It's got a little door in it. Yep. Got a driveway. She's thinking of her dream house. Okay. Yeah, if you want. Oh, she's getting a room. She's really excellent. Chimney. She's got a chimney. <laughs> this is good. Yeah, the wrong person. Looks good. She's got a little chimney. That is lovely. That is absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
to have this foundation of sand and of all of the things, and it's, a be it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And, and Jesus uses this beautiful picture to explain, just so you can see the, the sand castle from the side. He uses this beautiful picture to explain about how our lives should be built and what they should be built upon. Because as lovely as your sandcastle is, I am sorry. <laughs> but a storm came along. The winds blew. And within seconds, it's destroyed. It's totally destroyed. And that's sometimes what our lives are like. Absolutely destroyed. And everybody's going, look at the state of the carpet. <laughs> look at the mess she's made. Can I tell you that's what happens when our lives are built on sand? Yeah. They make a mess all around them. Yeah. When we get so, when we start to live our lives our way and not God's way on top of the rock, it causes a mess. A mess to everybody else. And we're left to pick up the pieces. Everybody's been in that situation where somebody, uh, as long as I'm not hurting anybody, as long as I'm not doing any harm, but your life, life's not built in the rock. It, then it leads to an absolute mess. And everybody else around you is going, look what you've done, you've destroyed that. It, was, it wasn't built in the right foundation to start with. And if you're building on your life on the wrong foundations, this is what you're going to get. This is what you will get. And Jesus was talking to believers that day. He was talking to his disciples that day. And if you don't know God, can I tell you something? What are you going to build your life on? The sand or the rock? Because the storms will come. Because in this life you will have trouble. And they will come. But what is your life built upon? There's the example, the lovely sandcastle. I'm really sorry that your sandcastle got destroyed. I really am. But like, that's, that's reality. That's what happens. You know that. And that's why Jesus has used that illustration to help us to understand. You see, if I was to place a rock in the middle of this bucket, Storms will come. It won't move. You have saw big rocks in the middle, and you're like, they've been there through time. When you go down, we live along the seafront. You know, when you when you do that drive the whole way down to Hollywood or down to Carrick, you see the large rocks and they don't move. Yes, they take a beating on the outside, but they do not move. And that's what Jesus is calling you to build your life on. Some of us are building our lives on our jobs. Some of us are building our lives on what we do outside. Some of us are building our lives on if we don't get this qualification or we don't get this. Some of us are building our lives on money. Some of us are building our lives on so many things. And Jesus is saying, I'm your rock. This is your rock. 
If it's not working, this is what you need. This is your firm foundation. I have given you every single instruction that you need. You see, we can have a change of weather. We can have the rainfall, the storms come. But Jesus talks about here. But it's really important that you build your life on the rock. If you look really carefully, there's that rock. It doesn't look great, but it's there and it ain't moving. It's got weathered through time, but it's strong and it ain't moving. When we were building, you see, when you build foundations, you put pins and all in it. Right? When you're building, steel pins go in. Now, I, there's probably lots here who know a whole lot more about building than what I do. But there's certain things you do when you're building. So I wouldn't turn around and go, see that house you saw earlier? I've decided I'm going to build it. I'm going to put the foundations in myself. Would that be a wise idea? No, I have no, I have no history or no understanding of how to build a house. So what I do is I go to the people who know how. And you know what? There are wise people in this house tonight. That if you need to make decisions, if you need help, if you need wisdom, they can help and guide you. Don't always go to the person the same age as you. But listen, be wise. Be the person, the wise person listens. Everyone who hears my word, the ground is tested, trenches are built using rebars. Imagine if someone decided to build their own foundations on their own house. James 1.19 says, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. And here that verse is for me more than anybody. I'm glad we're all not perfect, isn't that right? <laughs> Before making big decisions, speak to godly men and women. Ask the people who love you and love God. Learn to listen. The wise man applies wisdom. He hears it, or she hears it, and applies it. <clears throat> Psalm 18.2 said, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and my horn of my salvation, my stronghold. He's the one that we need to build our lives on. He won't be shaken. It is him. And when we think that it's us, then it becomes this. And if you're still, and you don't know God, and you're building your life on this, it will continue to be this. You'll have to rebuild, rebuild, rebuild. But when you're building your life on the rock, it makes a significant difference because do you know what? The storms may come, everything may come against you, but the rock ain't moving. I want to give you an example. Pastor called Chuck, he'd been through many extreme difficulties with his life that thrown at him. His response 
when asked of how he managed life was this. God has been faithful for decades. This is just one of the many storms of life I have faced. He was not moved because his life was built on the rock, on the word, and on Jesus. He knew God's character. He knows the ways things work out and the ways things go. And even in the most disastrous situations, God is with him in the storm. And you know, the greatest example for us as believers is that we have got a God who sent his son, Jesus. And when he came that time, on earth, whenever Peter, Peter was walking on the water and, and, and Jesus, you know, he reached out. Jesus just didn't let him go. When they're in the storm, Jesus just didn't let him go. And you may be going through storms, you may be not, but storms come and storms go. But what are you building your life upon? You see the foundations of this church. I don't know if you know this. When they were building this church, man came home one night and he says, nightmare. I says, why? Why is it a nightmare? He says, they've got to dig deeper than what they thought they had to dig. So they had to dig down further and further. And I said, why? Till they reached rock. They had to build down. This is, this is true. Till they reached rock. At a cost of an additional cost of £25,000 to the church for building the foundations of this church. And, it, and I said, is there no other way around it? No. There's not another way around it. They've got to build it on the rock. This church is built on the rock. It's built on the rock as a, as a natural rock, as in this kind of rock. It's built on the rock, but they had to reach it. 25,000 pound later, but I tell you what, you wouldn't want to go back to that first building. We are sinking and it collapses. You paid all that money, millions, in that first building were wasted because somebody didn't calculate correctly. So actually, it seemed like a big price to pay you see, there was so much dirt around the rock. They couldn't see it, and they had to dig deeper. And you know, in our lives, there's lots of dirt around us till we get to our foundation. You know what Jesus is saying? Move the dirt. Move it. I'll help you. Move the dirt. Get rid of it. Get rid of it till you get to the rock. Get rid of it. Move it and build your life on that instead of all the dirt that's around you, the decisions that you make. And you know those decisions are not godly. Those are not what the word of God says for your life. And God's saying to you, I want you to follow me. I want you to take up your cross, deny yourself and take up your cross and follow me. And do you know something? Christ has not saved us to deliver us from every trial. He saved us to sustain us through the trials, to show us how great he is. I wonder, could I have the team come up? Because I don't believe God's finished with us. 
He's our rock. He's our sure foundation. And if I can present to you tonight having God as your rock and not do something about it tonight. You know, Jesus said, for God so loved, or John said, sorry, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And tonight, what are you building your life upon? What is your sure foundation? I wonder, could we close our eyes? never asked God or maybe in the past has asked God but maybe has went in another direction is building their life on the sand so anybody in here wants to build their life upon the rock Jesus came to the cross just as you have your eyes closed he didn't jump over the cross he went through anguish in the cross to show us that he laid down his life to pay for our wrongdoings for our sin he suffered greatly for you and I so that we could spend the rest of our lives eternity with him in heaven and I'm going to ask you is there anyone in here you've tried living your life on the sand you've tried doing it your own way you're saying and you're not coming to God perfect because none of us are perfect but you're saying Lord I want to build my life on the rock of Jesus who died on the cross for me is there anybody in church tonight who wants to build their house on the rock if that's you can you just raise your hand there's dirt just surrounded you and you realize Athena I've let dirt just cover me I've got distracted I need to live my life on the rock 
it is Jesus. And if, if that's you, just put up your hand and we'll pray with you. That's all we'll do, just simply pray. Spirit still works still after I speak. Thank you for listening tonight. Father God, we thank you that you are our rock, that you are our firm foundation. That Father God, you lead and direct our paths at any part of our lives that Father God are not of you. That Father God, you just let your Holy Spirit us and direct us to remove those things from our lives. Oh, Father God, so that when the storms do come, things that we may face in life may come, when we have disappointments, Lord God, that we know we stand on a rock, on a firm foundation tonight. And Father God, this same foundation, firm foundation, this same rock, Father God, is here for every person. You for for being with us tonight and as we worship you at the end here just be with us